You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I don't know if this is like a challenge it's now. It's not. I do not want to participate. <laughs> I feel like maybe it is. But I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready. Like, we just got one-upped so quick. I think between like, the I two thought, of us, you could face this challenge better than I, I could. No, but I feel... You're bolder. There's a couple of questions that I have with this, this is, though. I'm complimenting Because I think you. there's scenarios where this would actually work to something that you would do. I think that you are a little no, more daring in certain... No, we've this out before, and I think that you... It, it's mm-mm. more you. Well, we'll figure it no, out. No, no. Although... Yogurt, I do definitely win in that category, uh-huh. but we'll talk about a different one. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Uh, subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher and all those places wherever you get podcasts. Make sure you get our episodes every day. <laughs> Greg's doing a hand dance when he's like, wherever you A little you bit get. of a hand dance behind the scenes. <laughs> um, also, go to Fun EmploymentRadio.com and click on that Audible link right there at the top of the page. Oh, boy. The Audible link. It's a great way. You you can sign up, get a free audiobook with your free trial. So it's a free audiobook. So. I'm so excited. I've been loving my audiobooks. You know what? I'm still – I'm almost done with um, Amanda Palmer's The Art of Asking, which I've just found uh, delightful. I think my friend, uh, who we might be having on next week, which we'll talk about next week, just mm-hmm. recommended a Margaret Atwood book to me. So I think I might start that one next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Margaret Atwood, that's, uh, she did The Handmaid's Tale. She and, did indeed, yeah. yep. Cool. Yeah, so I think I'm going to do that next, Greg. Just go to FunEmploymentRadio.com first. Well, for, yeah, before I do that, though, I'm going to go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on that Audible link. Excellent. Excellent. Um, also, subscribe to us on Instagram. That's the one other thing I'll say. Fun, uh, Fun Employment Radio on Instagram. We are posting a lot more stuff. Sarah is telling stories on Instagram for all of you. I am. I'm trying. Yes. I don't know. I like. I feel like every young person who's on Instagram is seeing me now, like trying, and they're like, oh, "Okay, Instagram's over." <laughs> well, whatever. We're gonna keep on posting on there. So follow us on Instagram. Like when all of Please your parents do. joined Facebook, you're like, oh, "Okay, now it's not as cool as <laughs> once." So I think like that's how I feel. But regardless, it's not gonna slow me down. Okay, excellent. So go to just follow us on Instagram. Yes. Follow Sarah's because you could see our special guest that uh, came and swung by and visited us this morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're That's not going right. to say who. There's a picture on there of him. Excellent. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, so back to what we were talking about. So um, so we received an email, um, which you can always email us, funemploymentradio at gmail.com, of something that uh, we, I would say is a, it may be a shock to some people. I may be an escalation, but it's also a very brave thing that somebody did. And so I think that we'll, <laughs> we'll read that here in just a minute. But going back we're to what I was talking about here at the bit. beginning. Yeah, in a way. Is that, um, you know, we've talked about this on the show before, how uh, this was several months ago, maybe even last year. I think it was like last winter when I was walking downtown. And there happened to be a gentleman who was, uh, this was in downtown Portland, who approached me as I was standing there on the, on the corner w- walking towards my bus. And he said, hey, man, would you like some free yogurt? You know, no, and normally, I think for most people, if a stranger walks up and asks if you want free yogurt, you would probably, you'd probably just ignore that and walk away. I, however, did talk to him about it, and he handed me the whole bag, which has now become known as street yogurt, of like six yogurts that were all wrapped in uh, in plastic. Okay, but like, were they like shrink wrapped in plastic? I don't remember you mentioning any plastic before. 
Oh, no. Well... They were in a box. No, they were in a box. That's right. And they, they were, were in, in a an box. opened box. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're kind of right. Yeah, don't, don't like, all of a sudden, like, try to, like, fancify the past, saying it was, like, shrink-wrapped and untouched. Oh, yeah, you're right. It, it was an open box of street yogurt <laughs> that somebody gave you. And but they you... were closed. They were, they seemed closed. They weren't, they weren't opened. And the man was just handing out free yogurt. Like, he just had extra yogurt that he was handing out. Like, was he in front of a yogurt truck? No. He just had a bunch of yogurt. Yes. Like, he, was he wearing, like, yogurt clothing? No. Anything identifying him as a brand ambassador no, but it was all, for well, the yogurt person? it seemed person. like they were a brand ambassador. It seemed like they were a brand ambassador. And I'm, I'm looking at our live chat right now, funemploymentradio.com slash live, where uh, Courtney is saying, didn't we tell him to not eat it? Yeah, a lot of people were very wrong about that. I did eat them purely out of spite half of the time, but it was delicious yogurt. You also eat, like, expired burritos and lots of other That was an stuff. accident. That was not an accident. You knew it. Well, no. You I, knew it, but you were hungry, so you like tried to like make it okay in your mind. It wasn't expired. I ate a burrito that maybe was wasn't supposed frozen, to be frozen. And had been sitting in a refrigerator for, what, a week? Yeah, but it, so it was refrigerated. And, I and didn't... it was a breakfast burrito, so at one point, it, I mean, it did have <laughs> eggs inside of it, which means it was unfrozen eggs that were supposed to be frozen that Greg is eating a week later, and he wonders why he has such horrible stomach pains. Well, what it comes down to, though, is I don't like to waste food. You know, if I paid for it, I want to, I want to eat it. Like, I prefer to buy fresh food, but if there is something there, you know, I've, I've already spent the money on it. So, which is why, like, if I go out to eat or I go to a restaurant, I will always get a box like no matter how much is left, if there's if there's enough where I think I can possibly squeeze like even a snack out of it later on, I will make sure I get a box. That's why I don't like going to buffets that much because I like a good buffet, but I don't want to eat it all at the same time, and then you don't mm-hmm. get to take a to go box. Yeah, buffet. Well, buffets are a whole art form in their own. Oh, right? I know that they're an art form, but like I went to um, an Indian buffet probably like a month ago, and it was delicious, and I just wanted some naan. And some, you know, some delicious bright orange chickeny goodness. I don't know what it was to take home with me. Mm-hmm. But there aren't any to go boxes. You can't do that. At a I know. That's the whole point. I know. But like, but you have to. When you go to a buffet, you, you have to commit. Did you try to sneak some non into your no, purse? No, I didn't try to sneak some non. I'm kind in of surprised. I feel like you would have done that. No, I was kind of scared. Like they, they looked like they took. Wait, their you were buffet, just afraid like, of getting caught. Yeah, they looked like they took their buffet. Like there was non police that were out there, there were like the taking a look. Yes. Like they, did you think they were gonna like check your bag? No, but it was left? the owner. Like it was one of those places where it was a smaller establishment, and like the owners sit and stare at you. Yeah. Like I don't think I could have. Like it wasn't what some place where you get to go and like, you know, be free and like go to a big uh-huh. buffet and then like go into a corner and then eat it and then you could like shove some naan in your purse. No, this is like all like one small room so everyone yeah. can see everybody and the people, the proprietors of it are like looking around, not unfriendly, but uh-huh. they're looking. Yeah, they they're were checking out for non thieves. Who was going to take some non out? With, in Did you purse. feel like you would have been the most likely one in this? Yes. Yeah. No, no, there were some pretty sketchy looking, like, look like some non thieves. There were some in sketchier there. looking w- mm-hmm. people. I mean, have you ever taken something from a buffet? Well, yeah, I think, yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, I don't go to a lot of buffets. Yeah. But I mean, that's what I'm saying is like, I like, uh, I too like the to go box. Mm hmm. Except I'd rather mean, it's get like, like, an, an, like an extra thing of something and then like have something to that's take home. Like anytime I go somewhere where there's bottomless fries or bottomless like breadsticks or anything like that. You're talking about Oh, I thought you were talking I've I've been to Red Robin with you. Greg yeah. always gets like an extra order. He's like, no. Oh, I need a lot more fries. Yeah, you wait until and the, the very comes end. back and like oh, and it's a go box. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You have them bring the fries and then you ask for a to go box. Mm-hmm. Like right before you're ready to leave. Like you can't I can't do anything else. I can't eat anymore. Order another round of the fries. And then just get a box right afterward. And then, boom, you've got a whole extra meal. 
I mean, we're making soup here, baby. Oh, All right, so, so <laughs> I've been watching too much Arrested Development. That's pretty um, good. But so so Hot yeah so you, wanna, so, so you don't want to so you don't want to waste any food that's just that's just the whole idea see and, and Edward in the chat in the chat here Ed says that's a good idea it's true see I can offer all kinds of tips on this on this kinds of stuff mm. uh, Mr Jenkins is asking does Greg also rinse off used aluminum foil so it can be used again <gasps> no. Oh because... my gosh! I, let me tell you, I brought my breakfast today in aluminum foil, and I'm keeping it clean over there because I will totally reuse that aluminum foil. It depends if it gets uh, folded up or tore. All right, there's lots of questions here coming in the chat. Can I answer some of these before? I suppose so. before we move on, I'm just I, I feel like because I mean, we people... do have something big that we're building too. So I mean, we don't need to rush it. I feel like people aren't understanding here. So Vi- Vicky is saying fries don't reheat well, though cold fries are nasty. What you do is you turn on the oven to about 425. That's and what then... I just said in the chat. Bake them in the oven. Yeah. So you you turn it on 425. Throw it in there. Spread them out evenly over your aluminum foil that you're reusing. Don't let them touch. And, uh, well, yeah, touching, that's no, true. No, no, no touching. Okay, yeah, spread them out. Because if they're touching, then none of the heat is getting in them, and you're going to have, like, cold parts, not as cooked through parts. I've learned that the hard way. Okay, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe. And then, uh, then you know, leave them in there for, like, five minutes, and then they should be good to go. Oh, Mike says the foil is to line your bag so you can take home all the breadsticks. Mm. That's good. My grandma if used to bring, like, the a... inside of your bag, you have a big bag. I know I do. Yeah. Yeah, if you um, line that with foil. My grandma used to bring Ziploc bags. And mm. she would like Ziploc baggy like w- when we go to Red Lobster. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Like, she's been passed like about 10 years. So, I mean, over 10 years ago, she'd bring Ziploc baggies in. And then when we get the uh, cheddar biscuits, mm-hmm. she'd put them all in there. And then Heck we'd yeah. get more and then take more. Yeah. And then we'd have a cheddar biscuit party. Yeah, I always take the cheddar Woo! biscuits. I mean, you take anything that you're... I mean, cheddar biscuits are amazing. I think a lot of it came from me. I It's still like... It had a big impact on me, and it's not like I was around this person that much, but I had this, my great aunt Pete, great aunt Pete actually did grow up in the Depression, and Wait, great aunt your Pete. Gra- your aunt's name was Pete? Great aunt, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great like aunt P-E-T-E? Pete. She, yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. I, I don't know. I my can't, grandpa's I even, name was Pete. I can't remember Pete, what, but... what it was short for. Huh. Yeah, no, there's there are women named named Pete. It's short for something. I can't remember. I have never heard of a woman's um, named, name yeah. named Pete. I mean, I like it. Um. Yeah, I can't remember what it's short for. What, oh, it's, okay. I'm, t- I'm taking a look here. I don't. I don't recall. Name. Uh, I don't know. That's just who she was. Petra? Anyway. Yeah, maybe something like that. I mean, you know, it was a it was a depression era name. All right. Yeah, I'm looking at this. Like people are trying. Other people are trying to figure out why. Uh, there's petunia and petal. It might have been petunia, actually. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to ask Petunia probably. Is I'd, I'd have to ask some relatives. Yeah, maybe it was Petunia. Anyway, yeah. that's what she went by. Maybe it was just a nickname. Uh, that's how I knew her. But uh, man, she was not friendly though. If you did not like, we had to stay with her a couple of times. And if you didn't clean your plate, like she was one of those ladies, like she was pissed. Pissed. Yeah, no, she would get really, really mad. So I, it always uh, scared us into eating everything off the plate. So I, I learned, you know, you got to save your food. You got to make sure that you have. That you, you do what you can mm-hmm. to save this stuff. Oh, you, got so, you have to be resourceful. Is that is that your excuse for why you were taking street yogurt? Yeah. Well, I mean, there was free yogurt. You're going to go ahead and take the free yogurt. Mm. I mean, it's just what you got to do. That's a lot of trust. Again, I don't really. Well, I, t- I had the trust in that. So I did take the street yogurt. And this is what comes down to what we're talking about with the email that we received. And this is taking things to a level that I don't know if I'm comfortable with myself yet. But I appreciate what the person was doing. 
So I don't know. Do you want to read the email? Uh, I would love to read the okay. email. Okay, why don't, why don't you read this? This is like an email that was because sent Because I didn't understand that this was listener. like what we've been interpreted as. Like, I Well, yeah, there's that. It says a lot about us. That's definitely something we should hit also after okay. this is what this means, what the world's view is. And we can analyze is. it as we're going. I don't need to read it all in one fell swoop. Like, we um, can... All right, go ahead and, yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> let you handle this. Do, should we make this person remain anonymous? We or we just use first, their first name. First, first name. name. The, okay. the, many people with the same okay. name. Mm-hmm. So it could be any of you. Yes. This is an email from a gentleman named James. James. The subject is Street Meat, a fun employment inspired life change. <laughs> hey guys. So I'm a different person today than I was yesterday. This is true, at least metaphorically and perhaps now biologically. It all started when I stopped at my local Fred Meyer. It was early evening, maybe about 7.30, and I saw something laying on the walkway outside of the building. That's never a good thing. Anything laying on a walkway is never You never good. find treasures laying on the walkway. No. Well, yeah, you do. You, you found many things. If you just say something laying on the walkway. Oh, like our shelf in the green room? Yeah. How many things, how many things in our studio, That's next to the dumpster. Studio, that wasn't though, really a walkway. Have you found next to the dumpster? I can think of at least two. I mean, two. that's not a walkway, though. That's a dumpster. Okay. I mean, walkways are a different creature altogether. Would you f- pick up shelves that you found on a walkway? I mean, if it was a cool-looking shelf, I absolutely would. You're absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. you're right. There is no there is no difference. If there was an awesome gold shelf mm-hmm. in a walkway, then I knew someone had it abandoned. Okay. I would take that. All right. However, All right. this is not a gold shelf. Okay. All right. Something was laying in the walkway on the side of the building. Getting closer, I thought I might have been on camera, some sort of uh, what would they do or some sort of cam- a candid camera show. What I saw instead was a large, unopened, pristine pack of pork chops. Large. We have had this discussion so many times on the show. A large, unopened, pristine pack of pork chops. Okay, now unopened. How does he mean unopened? Not frozen. Not individually vacuum sealed. Just pork chops in the normal clear plastic wrap. Okay, so it is so like, like I guess like it is vacuum sealed, but it is like on the like you know the styrofoam white thing. Like when you go to the meat counter, when you yeah, go to it's the just meat got counter. like the the, <laughs> the saran wrap over. Okay, now I want to talk about this here for a second. So, a meat is expensive. Meat is expensive. Um, but B, so these are pork chops wrapped up, laying just laying on the sidewalk. And uh, I'm to answer some of the live chat. Uh, answers that are coming in here. Edward says, nope, pork is odd and dangerous. Courtney says, nope, hell no. Vicky says, you know, you have no idea how long it's been sitting there unrefrigerated. That's a good question. Does he mention the refrigeration aspect? Is it chilly? He says it's not frozen. He's in the Northwest, right? He is in the Northwest. So it's probably, you know. uh, He lives here around these parts. Definitely not frozen, but it was probably, Mm. you know, colder outside. Probably not the optimum temperature. I mean, it has been a little colder. Probably not the optimum temperature. I mean, uh, uh, I just took my food handler's permit recently, and it's supposed to be, like, less than 41 degrees or more oh, than, like, was. 100 and something. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's definitely So that was in that the, it's in the bad spot. It's in the bad range. Yeah, it's in yeah, the bad okay. range. But if it's there for longer than four hours. So if it's less than four hours, he might still be okay. Okay. Now, was this next to a grocery store at all? It was next all? to a Fred Meyer. Next to a Fred Meyer. Okay. So, so it was Fred next Meyer to a Fred Meyer store. about 7.30 in the evening <laughs> at a walkway, like, next door to the Fred Meyer. Okay. So these pork chops are just... Sitting there, so they're they're my, sitting there. My question, like, here's how I would handle it. If I saw that, I would look around. I would look around to see if somebody was looking for their pork chops, 
or somebody was like, okay, where where did they go? Because that's big enough. If it drops, you would think you'd hear it. They fell out of the bag. Maybe, but if you're wearing headphones, like for I, for example, I'm wearing headphones all okay, the time. Okay, that's a good point. That's and a good like point. I've dropped things and I haven't realized it yeah. unless you hear the thunk. Like you might not realize if you're like carrying, you know, a couple armfuls of groceries and like mm-hmm. the meat happens to be on the top. Okay. All right. So. <laughs> So he sees the pork chops. Let's continue on. What happens next? All right. So he sees the pork. It says um, <laughs> it's wrapped in the normal clear plastic wrap. Continues. I'm sorry. This is so At funny. that moment, the existential crisis begins. I was forced to decide what kind of person I really was to pick up the street meat or not. He goes on. All right. I opted to leave it and go shop inside. If for no other reason than bringing, uh, bringing meat into a store as opposed to out is kind of weird. Yeah, you would definitely seem like you were the one mm-hmm. stealing it if you did that. But You're alas. Like, oh, sorry, are you going to pay for that? No, I found it outside. It's my street <laughs> meat. <laughs> I found it on the sidewalk. Fight me for it. Finders keepers. Trying <laughs> to take it from me. All right, so he says bringing meat into the store is weird. But alas, 20 minutes later on the way out to my car, I saw that it was still very much there, unmoved. Untouched. I glanced around and searched within my soul. I love his writing, by the way. This is great. So he's done his shopping. He's done his shopping. He was inside. He left the meat untouched outside. And he decided to go back out. And of course he went there, just out of pure curiosity. Just out of curiosity. Well, he had to pass it, clearly clearly on the way back to his car. He Mm -hmm. said, because he, he specifies, on the way to the car. So you're saying you wouldn't be tempted by the meat? No. You personally? No. What would tempt you? Like, what's your level? You've asked me about this. I know, but I'm, I'm asking Brie? you again. Brie. Like, Brie is, like, gold to me. Do you know how much, like, a sliver of it is? It's, like, $6. So if there were saran-wrapped, just a wedge of Brie laying on the, si- on the sidewalk outside of the grocery store. Wrapped tightly? Wrapped tight enough. Tightly? Sure. Does it look like it's been opened, or is it, like, is it untouched? It doesn't look like it's been opened. Well, you could tell if Brie's been opened, because it gets all, like, stringy, and, like, and you could, there's cheese so, everywhere. So there's just this, a wet, does Brie come in wedges, or how does it It come? comes in wedges, or in a circle, or okay. in a, a half circle. So if say you're, If you're, like, a millionaire, it comes in a half circle. So say, so say there's a wedge there, and uh, a wedge of Brie weighing on the sidewalk. It's there when you walk in, you decide not to pick it up, and you come back out, and it's still sitting there. Just by itself, people are walking by it, not paying any attention Wrapped. to it. Wrapped? Wrapped. Would you reach down and pick it up? Yes. You would take the brie? I would cut off the like all the outside <laughs> parts and just eat the middle. But I would. If it wasn't like warm to the touch, if it wasn't stepped on, if it, wasn't, if it clearly looked like it wasn't open, if it looked like somebody had purchased it, it had the label on it. Because usually when you get brie, I know because I, um, when I'm feeling a little fancy, I'll... I'll plunk down a few quarters for uh-huh. a little slice of brie. So if there's a slice of brie on the sidewalk, that's your tipping point. That's what you yeah, would Yeah, as long as it's, like, sealed because they wrap it and then they always put the sticker over, like, the wrapping so that you can uh-huh. tell it hasn't been opened. If that is completely sealed. Would you pick it up and inspect it? I mean, yes, I would inspect it. I wouldn't take it if it had seemed like it would like it was opened. I wouldn't take it. My God, I so. But this want to isn't about me. This it. is about James. I, Why are we? No, this? this is important discussion for all of us. This is about everyone, about what your levels are and what your breaking point is. I mean, everyone at home right now, you all have a breaking point of what you would take. What for would yours be? What if somebody had like? Um, That's like, what I'm trying to think. I know exactly what it would be. Somebody has a free like they uh, went in and got some chicken strips. 
Uh, okay. No, and they were in the bag, and the bag was rolled up, and then it had the sticker over the label, and they were just no. laying outside. No, and I'll tell you why I wouldn't do chicken strips, because they're, they aren't pre-sealed. Like, somebody's just grabbing those and throwing those in the bag. The, you can't seal that bag. It's not like it's saran-wrapped shut. When you order chicken strips from the deli counter, it's just somebody rolling it up. It'd be real easy to unroll that and fiddle with them and then roll it back up and then leave Who's going to fiddle with chicken strips and then leave them in know. the alley? I don't know. I mean, who, who would ever be ridiculous enough to drop their chicken strips. I mean, that's a big problem right there. I don't trust that person Mm -hmm. who doesn't keep track of their chicken strips. Um, Or it's a very sad day for them. No, it wouldn't be that. It'd have to be something sealed. I would definitely, definitely have to be sealed. I don't know, though, what my breaking point would be. If it was a bag of something that's like a frozen foods, you know, that's sitting there and it's still frozen, yeah, I would take that. That's already sealed up. Meat is a... Like ground turkey or something. Yeah. No, I have a picture. He sent in the pictures. These are, it is four, and we can put them. I wonder if I can, let's see. Oh, yeah. If you want to see if you can grab that picture so we can post it in the live chat. Okay. I'm taking a look, and and again, we have the live chat going. So if you're a live subscriber to Fun Employment Radio, $6.99 a month. The first week is free. You get to join us here when we do our show every day. And then, of course, we have the 24-hour stream, live stream, and wonderful shows that that are part of our network that air on here. and I want to see what other people's breaking points are. And uh, oh, Keelan see, says, I'd rather just be too poor to have nice cheese and alive. Uh, Edward says, uh, cured meats. He would eat cured meats. That's true. Cured meats. Those should be pretty good. Like if it was a bag of jerky. Yeah, I'd definitely take oh, that. Oh, yeah. Like, like a sealed like uh, smoked sausage. What if it wasn't sealed? Then I would not take it. But it was like carefully rolled up like it had been in somebody's bag and they just like dropped. <laughs> Vicky's on bag. fire today. Vicky says, obviously, your breaking point is street yogurt from a stranger. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> but you're it was like sealed making... yogurt. Yeah, who cares? It's still a stranger. Like so, a stranger left the, the pork chops on the ground. A stranger was the one that gave you the yogurt. Okay. I'm Why would you ju- trust the face of a stranger rather than I'm an not invisible stranger? Judging anybody. I'm just asking questions. That's all I'm doing. No, I I'm... think you're judging. I hear some judgment in that voice. There's no, no. I'm just trying to get to the bottom. I want to know what everybody's breaking points are. Uh, ben says, I'd take a pack of microwave burritos. So if you saw a pack of... Oh, Greg, you would do that. If they were still, like, frozen to the touch, yeah, I would if definitely take they're cold-ish. Um, they don't have to be frozen. Don't act like a diva. They just have to be slightly well, cold to talked, the touch. Well, we talked. I kind of learned my lesson on that. So that was, not a, that was not a wonderful day for me when I ate the burrito that was supposed to be frozen, but it was just in the refrigerator for a week. I, I learned. I'm a learning man. I'm a human being. Um, so yeah, I did, I did learn that, uh, stranded in Bakersfield says you go in the store by yourself, one fresh pork chop, then invite your friends, Greg and Sarah over for a barbecue. So you, you would cook the rest of the pork chops for us. Oh God. So are people like going to try and now like serve us secret street meat? I do not want to be a part of that game. No way. I am bringing my own meat to every barbecue. To where we go there and like, ha ha, you ate street meat and somebody's trying to fool me. That is not a prank. I will take very well if somebody does that. Let's see. If highly processed foods are bad, it's obvious. It's usually obvious. So the breaking point is difficult. Frozen burritos, yes, I would take. I would, I would absolutely take them if there were a whole bag of them. So basically, your breaking point is if it's sealed or not. Yeah. Like, what about uh, what if somebody got like a bag of like buffalo chicken strips, frozen oh, ones, so good. that are just like I laying there those. in the in the alley. I those are my favorite chicken strips. Are the buffalo ones? What if they're just laying There's there? There's one unopened brand in the I alley. Think it's the Tyson brand ones. Would you eat them? 
Oh, you'd take those in a oh, second. All right, so who are we to judge, James? Oh, no. Oh, no. don't lie. I'm not lying. You would take them. <laughs> if, if they were sealed, yes, yes. I would absolutely take I them. I know. I thought you were saying if they were open. No, not if they're open. Oh, if they were sealed, yes, I would. Okay. Just be yes, honest there. with yourself. Yes, I would. Be honest with yourself. I absolutely would. All right, so let's continue on. So James's email goes on. He said, uh, so they were still laying in the alley, unmoved, untouched. As I glanced around, I searched within my soul. Was I someone who would pick up and perhaps eat street meat? And that's a question we'd all have to think. I mean, you'd stop there and think about it. It really is. I mean, it's a it's a real divisive. Mm-hmm. But like when I meet somebody, I'm like, would you eat street meat? I'm not a rich guy. No. And that's, this, that's also a point that's going to be pointed out. So he says, um, I decided to place it in my things finally, thinking at least my dog will have an awesome dinner the next few nights. Oh, see, there we go. However, money's been a little tight, and I've become a little more daring in this past year. Now, these were the setting events to what happened next. As the smell started to waft through the air, my dog eagerly waiting by my side, I thought, what would Greg and Sarah do? See, now this is the part... Why is it what would Greg and Sarah do? Why is that, that something like instantly if somebody like this is somebody sees pork chops laying on the side of the road? And that's what we're associated with. And they associate us with, well, should I eat them or not? I don't know. Would Greg and Sarah eat them? I guess the answer, like, yes, they'll eat anything. Well, he said. Or that, oh, no, they have discerning. Discerning tastes. tastes. Discerning tastes. And uh, obviously they would not. They would not do that. He says, uh, what would Greg and Sarah do? I figured it was 50-50. Well, I absolutely <laughs> knew you both would do lots of things just for the story itself. It's true. But In the live chat, uh, it's being said, WWGSD. Uh, Mr. Jenke, what would Greg and Sarah do is a terrible standard for most things. <laughs> <laughs> That's all, I'm just hearing it to the, um, to the oh, man. chorus of what would Brian Boitano do? What, what would Greg, Greg and Sarah, Sarah do? do? If they were here right now, <laughs> they would eat some street meat, too. That's what Greg and Sarah do. <laughs> all right. Um... Said I absolutely know you both would do lots of things. See, this is the part where I'm like, oh, this is so who we are. James goes on. I threw caution to the wind, and for better or worse, (laughs) I have now put myself amongst the ranks of street eat meat eaters. Street meat eaters. So he took it and went home. He was going to serve it to his dog and said, money's a little tight and the pork chops smell good. So he decided to eat them. I mean, he cooked them thoroughly. <laughs> That's the key. You have to cook. Pork is bad. Man, pork could be, that could go really wrong. That could go in some terrible pork ways. Pork does seem like a, a tempestuous meat. Yeah. It's no, temperamental it's, a little. It's not something you mess around with. But so this is what I'm saying, though. I mean, A, brave. Very, very brave. I appreciate the, the face of bravery, the frugalness of the decision. And we will not post your face, James. I promise. I, but we will post. I will post the picture that you have of the meat laying in the. So I appreciate the frugalness, but so he took this the street meat laying there in the sidewalk. No one else. Fred Meyer's are are usually busy stores. No one wanted to pick that up. No. But one brave man decided. One brave man. You know what? <laughs> and that <laughs> I'm going to take those pork chops home. 
I'm going to cook them and eat them. And there's a picture of him eating them, too. Uh, We won't post that. No, we won't post that one. I have a picture of the meat in the alley. And then, (laughs) in conclusion, him eating the meat. So he decided that's what Greg and Sarah would do, is they would eat the meat. I I suppose so. Oh, man. I have a picture of the alley right now. So I'm going to put this in. It's alley meat, bitch. It's alley property. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, in conclusion, he did, in fact... He ate the meat. I mean, and obviously he survived enough to at least write the email. There, I posted that picture in the chat. Oh, that is even worse than I thought. (laughs) We'll post this picture at funemploymentradio.com. Maybe we'll post it on Instagram or something. Yeah, we can post it on Instagram. We'll post it on Instagram, too. Um, (laughs) That is That's a full-on alley. Like, that's a movie alley. (laughs) Like... That is a movie alley. That's like the alley that's in not Ghost just, that I like, thought it was Patrick on, Swayze gets murdered in. I thought it was on like the sidewalk out in front of the place. <laughs> no, that's like a dirty, wet, I mean, it looks wet in the picture. Who are, you know what? Who are we to judge James? Uh, I am. So it looks like, <laughs> there's like a, there's some kind of drain next to it. Um, And there's a uh, weird, oh man, that is a. Like, bad things have happened in the alley. Like, that's the kind of place where you'd want to, like, get through that place really quick. All right, hang like, on. Gonna, I don't want to be near this. I'm going to add the second, the, the closer picture. Hang on. Street <laughs> meet two. There's a, there's a more, is there a better picture? Okay, yeah, it's yeah, being a, said. There's a closer one. I think we all need to get a little closer. Let's all get a little closer. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> It is. It's next to, it's next to a drain. It's right by the curb. That's. See, I didn't get that part of the story at first. That's making it an even more questionable decision. Caleb says that's a homeless person peed on that alley. I didn't want to say it, but it's true. I mean, it looks wet. It has plastic wrap on it's it. It's damp. Everything around it is damp. I mean, I wouldn't eat it, but I'm not gonna. I'm not judging James. James can do what he wants with his life. I know. I actually know. I've met James in his human form. Mm-hmm. He is a very like healthy, you know, nice gentleman. Like I don't think that he would purposely do. <laughs> it can't look as scary as the alley makes it look. It's so scary. <laughs> oh well, good for good for you. I love. And first of all, may I just say how grateful I am for this show that people actually stop. Take pictures, mm-hmm. di- like put a, an entire dialogue together about street meat, and then send us like everything, including the epic conclusion. Like and this is why I love all of you. This is the best. This is the best. Feel free to email us anytime. Funemploymentradio at gmail dot com. Very nice, healthy gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> Was no, I'm sure he Was been... yeah. Well, he did write this a couple days ago. We should have probably we, check in have on we, him. Yeah, written back for did an update. Did you write him? No. No. Crap. Are you still alive? (laughs) (laughs) And he does. Okay, I'm taking a look at the email now. Yeah, I've joined the ranks of street meat eater. (laughs) Have I crossed a Rubicon of sorts? What could be next? I guess only time will tell. Where do you go? Like, if you're willing to eat street meat, what's the next thing? You go on one of those, like, reality. Dumpster meat? Are there still those reality shows where, like, they eat bugs and stuff? I mean, he could probably do that Oh, yeah. uh, Fear Factor? Yeah, is that still a thing? I don't know. We could do that, though. Like, excuse me, sir. What would you else be willing would James to eat, these? eat? 
oh, James, or you could have a whole game show of this where you'd like dare people to. I mean, that does kind of go along the lines of my whole thing where I like to pay people a dollar to eat weird things, which I've been doing that for years. Maybe that maybe there is something here. You are like, not you going eat... to pay one of our listeners to eat weird things. Oh, I so want to, though. It's a dollar. I get entertainment out of it, and they get a dollar. And then, you know, they take the risk. But, I mean. You're an like, here, which, Why? I mean, I'm not forcing anybody to do anything. I'm just whacking it out there. I would be, like, the worst kind of eccentric billionaire going, like, yeah, going you're the, the worst. Like, ooh, for $100, what would you be willing to do? Oh, I just thought about that. I've got to curb that before I, if I ever do. Like, come into wealth, I've got to make sure that I, I keep that in check. Because I would want to, I mean, you know, you just want to see. No, you don't just want to see. You sound like one of those eccentric billionaires. It's like, I just want to see what it's like to kill a man. <laughs> We're going hunting. No, I'm exactly. not going to Exactly. That That's person. what you're starting to sound like, oh, by God. the way. It starts with like, I'll pay him a dollar to amuse me. This doesn't amuse me anymore. What else can I do to have you amuse me? That's a scary, that's a scary look into something where... If you become disassociated yeah. with reality, yeah, okay. Well, particularly, it's a certain type of uh, like personality. Like, I don't want to pay people to amuse me. Well, no, I've. I mean, I've paid my that's friends a dollar to take shots of like yeah, hot sauce. Yeah, but that's weird. Not everybody would do that. Huh? Like, I don't sit there and think but like, wow, if I was somebody... a millionaire, you know, what I'd like to do is like pay people to eat gross shit. That's like the last thing I'd want to do. I don't no, think that's a I wouldn't normal... do that. I don't want somebody. Is to get that hurt. Does, everyone out there? Is that something that you think? As normal, if you had a vast amount of money, would you want to pay somebody to like? That sounds like some dictator shit. Like fight, fight dictator. each other for whoa, me. Whoa, 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 whoa! No, I'm just you're saying, going way too far with this. All right, I think you're taking that title as if it means something more than it does. What I'm saying is like you're just basically dictating the situation as if like eat this for me and I shall pay you. Will you eat more than this person? Will you eat grosser things than this person? Whoever eats the most gross stuff wins. Do you want to be a loser? You want to win. Hmm. I mean, one dollar, though. Like, I've gotten, you know, friends. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, okay. I'll get this. Oh, yeah, in true verb. Eddie, I I love you. Uh, Eddie's a P from your pod. He said, like, I I pay you guys to amuse me. That's true. Absolutely. We're dancing. We're dancing for dollars. We're dancing. $6.99 a month. The first week is free. Join us. Tomorrow on the show, Kurt Broadhiller. And Amy Miller. Yeah, we're um, going to have a, a comedy pack show tomorrow. Comedy. All right. Probably not have the street meat conversation. <laughs> I mean, it's a fair question. We've all been in tough spots. I still wouldn't do it. James is, bra- is a braver man than I. Whenever I get like really low in my funds and I can't really afford to eat like that much, I always just get macaroni and cheese. Because then like even though I'm sad... I'm a little happy because it tastes good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, James, I do not judge you. I am proud of you for thinking outside of the box, James. I'm on your team. I'm on Team James. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I mean, you know, I appreciate the frugality. No, and I appreciate the the photographs and the bravery and the storytelling. And I thank you for this gift. This is a present that you gave us. Send in your street meat story to funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Stuff. We'll hashtag things street meat today. Well, you know that's today's show, right? It's got to be. Even though we've been talking about street meat, I'm like kind of hungry. <laughs> and that shouldn't make there me hungry. There were pork chops here. What would you do? I probably wouldn't eat them. I'm not a big pork chop fan. Yeah. I've never, it's too tough for me. 
Yeah. Too tough of a meat. Not a tough meat person. Mm. All right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome. To my world of crazy. Crazy. All right. Got a few stories for you. Right. Uh, first up, we go to Illinois. I thought that this was kind of weird because growing up, did you have uh, any like twins or triplets at your school? Um, we had one set of twins, and their names were Brooks and Todd. They were uh, these two guys. Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm trying to think about that. I'm sure we had a set of twins, but I don't think there were any in my grade. We were kind of devoid of a lot of tri- twins and triplets. I knew more when I got to college. I yeah, knew I knew twins. Uh, but... I think I knew more growing up than I did in college. Well, an Illinois high school announced that its sophomore class has broken two Guinness World Records for the most twins and most sets of multiples in a single year. So listen, this is New Trier High School announced that it has 44 sets of twins and one set of triplets. In its sophomore class. 44 sets of twins? 44 sets of twins. How big is this class? Because that would uh, encompass basically my entire graduating class right there. No, it says it's Illinois. Well, yeah, what did I say that you went to school with? Like 12 kids and a goose or something? (laughs) More than that, but I don't remember a goose. Yeah, so 44 sets of twins and one set of triplets in their sophomore class at New Trier High School in Illinois. The previous record for most twins in a a single academic year at one school was previously set by 24 sets of twins. This was also in Illinois. What's happening in Illinois? I don't know, man. something in the water? There's something. Because there is no reason there should be 44 sets of twins in one town, in one class. Yeah, 44 sets of twins in the sophomore class at an Illinois high school. What happened 15 years ago? That's what they should be studying. What happened 15, or 16 years ago, I guess? Yeah. yeah. So 45 sets of multiples, 44 sets of twins, one set of triplets. How is it? So it's in a class of just over 1,000 students. So basically. There's, wait a minute. There's 1,000 students in one class? Like one grade? Yeah, I think it's like a, a city school. Yeah, there are lots of. That's ridiculous. I mean, schools in Portland, I'm sure, have big classes. Like that. I guess I didn't The one think that you kind of live close to. 1,000 people in one class? So 91 people. Still, that's too many. Yeah, so it's 91 people out of the 1,000 who are either twins or triplets. That's. Yeah, so 88 twins. So almost twins one in 10 are twins. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. So there's 19 girl girl sets of twins uh, with 11 boy boy sets. Only three pairs are identical, and they are all girls, as are the triplets. Two sets were born on different days. Uh, one set is seven inches apart, so one of them is seven inches. So it's like you and your brother. Yeah, but we're not twins. I know, but like when people thought you were twins. So that's, that could be why. I didn't realize that twins could be like that significantly different in heights. Um, let's see. So two families have two sets of twins. So 70% of the twins were born in Chicago um, or Evanston, which is just uh, just outside of Chicago. So I don't, I don't even know. It doesn't really explain like, as to know, why that they were. That's so, weird. There you go. So 44 sets of twins exist and one set of triplets in one sophomore class in <sighs> Illinois. That just seems odd. Yeah. All right. Next up, uh, there's a holiday around the corner if you give a shit about such things. Next week is the Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, yes, it is. Yeah. I totally forget about that because Eloise, my niece, her birthday 
is the day after Valentine's Day. Oh. Because I remember the two years ago, I spent Valentine's Day in the ER waiting for her to, co- to come join us in the world. Oh, boy. Yeah, because we thought she was going to be is a Is that Valentine's the story you're going to tell her, like, every year when she's older? Oh, probably. Like, every year will be like, you know, I spent Valentine's Day. You know. And she's like, yes, yes, Aunt Sarah, I know. Yes, can you stop talking to me now, Aunt Sarah? You're embarrassing me. All right, well, it's at a Massachusetts. A Massachusetts restaurant is offering a special burger deal for Valentine's Day for only $3,000. So this is in Boston at Paulie's North End. Paulie's. Paulie's in Boston. Let Paulie's get a burger. Sharing a photo. They've shared a photo of their $3,000 big boy burger, which features, Greg, you're not even like, Sniffing right. at the $3,000 burger. Well, I mean, $3,000 is a lot for a burger. So you know, I want to see what's on it, though. Well, the reason why it's $3,000 is there's a romantic surprise lodged <laughs> inside the bun. Okay, I don't like things lodged in my food, <laughs> number one. I, I will consider street meat, but if you're talking about stuffing surprises into my food that shouldn't be there, no. All right, well, the reason why what it's so expensive it? is because there is an engagement ring shoved on the top of the bun. That is those some things kind always of... give me nightmares when I see like people getting engaged in movies where like someone puts a ring in their like in their champagne or something. I'm just gonna think someone's gonna choke on it. I don't want anything in my food. No, who put like a, or a ring in a cake or something? Like I'd be afraid to break my teeth or like yeah. swallow it. And you don't want to wait for that to come out like this. It, like it seems like there are a lot of negative endings that could happen. So it's lodged in the bun. It's stuck into the bun. So, but I mean, they're gonna bite into it. So they're gonna bite down and feel something hard and be like, "Oh, your instant reaction is gonna be a revulsion." You've got to return There's the like, ring because I have well, to no, pay for dental surgery. No, imagine like, yeah, you're biting down and you bite down on something. Like you're not gonna be excited. You're gonna be like, "Oh my god, what's in my food?" And you're gonna be worried and angry or with all kinds of different well, emotional Greg, reactions. It's not going to be like, oh my God, I just bit something. What is this? Oh, Steve. Oh, Steve. Steve, this is such a surprise. You stuck something in my bun. Like, I don't know. It's just, oh, that sounded, <laughs> I realized how Jesus that sounded. Christ, Greg. <laughs> That's not what I meant. All right. Well, the burger, if you want to take your lady to Paulie's North End in Boston and spend $3,000 on a burger and a ring that somebody else picked out for you and that's going to smell like burgers. Uh, well, you must order it at least 24 hours in advance. Everyone hop to it. You only have a few days. Um, so the descriptions of the ring are it's a 7 8 carat Neil Lane engagement ring from K Jewelers. Why would you spend that much money and, again, stick it in a freaking hamburger? The restaurant says, nothing says I love you quite like Boston's best burger top with a princess cut ring ring framed by round diamonds on a band of 14 karat gold. Is that a Boston accent? Yeah, sure. For $3,000, savor the flavor of Polly's Big Boy Burger and simmer in its sweet bliss if they say yes. By the way, everybody listening from Boston, that's how Sarah <laughs> thinks you sound. So That's just... how everyone thinks you sound. And I have one more story. It's at Pennsylvania. This is my favorite opening sentence. This is the opening sentence. This is just, it's one sentence. It's opening. A naked Pennsylvania man who was covered in cooking oil and tripping on LSD got into trouble when he tangled with police officers where he was destroying the home's contents and assaulting everyone inside when the police were called to a residence. 
He was assaulting things covered in cooking oil, tripping on LSD. Lonnie yeah, Beatty. I, I have a lot of questions. I just I want to hear. Lonnie Beatty, who's 19 years old, making good decisions. Oh, man. And you're screwed at that point. I mean, yeah, you're if 19. You're, if you're 19 and this is what's happening, you're covered in cooking oil, doing LSD, well, getting this... into fights with uh, police officers at a house, destroying the house and assaulting everyone. Let this be a lesson for all of you younger people out there. You know, if you, you know, go do what you got to do. Experiment. Have fun. Don't get caught covered in cooking oil breaking into someone's house, though. It's going to stick with you the rest of your life. You know what your goal should be is don't ever end up as one of my stories. Yeah. I mean, because I remember the names. I'll be like, ooh, oh, oh, I remember them. They used to listen. And don't Snapchat your junk to people. Yeah. Don't do oh, that. they just ate someone's they're face saving in it. Port St. Louis. You know they're saving covered it. Covered in oil. Like every time you send that, they're saving it. Oh, yeah. I can't They'll even tell, tell you. Oh, no, many... I deleted it. They didn't delete it. I can't even no tell you how many of my girlfriends it. who are on like, None of Tinder. None them deleted it. Who like creepy guys send them like pictures of their penises. Like, just so you know, Does every that girl. Ever that... work? No. And every girl that you send it to shows it to her girlfriends and they just sit and laugh and laugh because you're the fucking idiot that took a picture of your penis and sent it to a stranger. So... Nobody's ever going to be like, oh my God. That penis. <laughs> oh, what was I thinking? What? I, That's I was, not how it works. I mean, I wasn't really feeling it until you took a picture of your own dick. Oh, boy. Now I'll be right over. No, said nobody ever. All right. Lonnie Beatty, who has probably sent multiple people pictures of his junk, 19 years old, was arrested following a wild confrontation inside and outside of a, ooh, it was not a house. It was a trailer. In Apollo. Didn't we just recently have a story in Apollo, too? We just did. Yeah, we did, because we said the name was cool. Yeah, because we were talking about the moon, or Mm -hmm. the space launch. So this is a different story. In a Pittsburgh suburb. Yeah, we just talked about that. Yeah, because I didn't have a naked 19-year-old covered in coconut oil and tripping on LSD, right? No, I don't recall that. Yeah. All right, so police from three separate departments had to gather outside of the home to contain oily Lonnie Beatty. After receiving a report that Beatty was attacking five household members... While officers approached the trailer door, Beatty burst out scr- outside screaming, No, 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 no! Beatty then jumped off of the trailer's porch, running naked through the snow in the front yard. How did the cooking oil happen? En route to the main roadway. Well, let's see. When Beatty ignored police officers to stop running around, a cop deployed a taser, which finally stopped him, and he fell to the ground. However, due to icy conditions, cops could not get to Beatty before he just kept rolling around on the ground (laughs) until he pulled the wires off from the taser. He then continued to race around, and officers could not get close to him again uh, because of the icy conditions. A second taser strike, when they were eventually able to do so, appeared to have no effect on Beatty, uh, who subsequently then ran back inside the trailer and corralled himself in there. when police were finally able to get in, they had difficulty controlling him since he was, quote, naked and covered in cooking oil. Doesn't say how the cooking oil happened. Uh, Beatty's relatives told cops that after taking acid, he got out of control and began smashing everything in the trailer. At one point, a witness said uh, Beatty started smothering himself in cooking oil. They do not know why. He was originally charged with 24 misdemeanor accounts. However, it's been pared down to single counts of uh, disorderly conduct and resisting arrest. So uh, he was freed from county jail. Oh, someone loves him. On $10,000 bail. Hmm. Lonnie, you just, you think about that person. Yeah. Who just had to fork out that money to get your dumb ass out of jail. Yeah. You Buy live your life better for them. Too. You live your life better for them, Lonnie Beatty. Get your whole life ahead of you, Lonnie Beatty. Anyway, there you go. Naked, covering cooking ale on LSD. 
Not how you want to end up. Not how you want to end up. That's your world crazy. Crazy. I thought my Boston accent was pretty spot on. Uh, there's debate about that as far as whether it was spot on or not. I'm sure we have, I mean, we have listeners in Massachusetts and Boston. I'm sure they can write in and let us know. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Let us know if Sarah was spot on. I mean. You like apples? How about them apples? No, that was more Australian, I think. Jesus, that was terrible. Yeah. I'm doing it, kid. I don't know. Yeah. No, ma. There we go. Uh, oh. I think I'm having a stroke. All right, let's do some ball talk. Oh, did you want to do some? Yeah, we'll do a little bit of ball talk. Right. Just really quick, because okay. I have some updates I have to do. Uh, Brahim and Hana, this goes out to you. I know they love this music so much. I think I, I hope that's going to be like uh, like Stockholm syndrome a little. Like we've held them captive with this for so long. To where they start turn around and like, it. love it. Uh huh. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. So here's the deal, Sarah. The opening ceremony. For the 2018 Winter Olympics, happens at 3 a.m. Pacific time tonight. So it (laughs) takes place. It's tomorrow, February 9th, is the opening ceremony. Obviously, you'll be able to watch it afterwards, uh, unless you want to stay up till 3 a.m. I don't know if they're going to be showing it live or not. Mm, That's a bummer. 6 a.m. Eastern time. So, So East Coast, actually, you could get up early and watch it. I love the Winter Olympics. I mean, I like. I enjoy watching them. Yeah. Yeah, no, I do too. They're they're enjoyable. Sorry, I'm just taking a look here. It looks like they'll be, they will be shown tomorrow evening on NBC to the United States market. Okay. So they'll re-air them at that point, but the Olympics will be underway by then. So yeah, this will be the 23rd Winter Olympic Games in Pyeongchang, South Korea. And it all starts up tomorrow. It is fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Winter Olympics are fun. I like the skiing events. Oh, and curling. Oh, curling is my favorite. I'm still saying I would be a very good curler. Okay, you know um, our friend Aaron Duran uh, has just yeah. started a curling league, which I didn't know. I didn't know was that either. Thing. I'm kind of bummed I didn't know anything about it because I'd like to try that. Yeah, maybe we'll ask him about it. See what it, see what it entails. Yeah, I want to know too. Uh, let's see, hockey also, of course, is going on for the Olympics. The U.S. women's team will be competing, and let's see, did the U.S. men's team make it? This is how close I pay attention to. Uh, first the men's team made it. Anyway, Winter Olympics starting up tomorrow. We'll have lots more to report on as far as that's concerned. Uh, moving on in ball talk, I do have just a, one other thing here I wanted to bring up. The NBA trade deadline has just, actually, I believe it's just passed. Aww. And uh, so we'll be finding out about whatever other trades went on as the reports roll in. But the Cleveland Cavaliers are cleaning house. The Cleveland LeBron Jameses have uh, traded a bunch of people out of their roster, including starters. And sounds like he they they cleared house. Yeah, they they traded a whole ton of people. Oh boy! So Isaiah Thomas is gone from them. Dwayne Wade, LeBron James' best friend, out of there. Traded back to Miami. So it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. If you are an NBA fan, we shall find out more as the day goes on. Awesome. I think we'll leave it at that. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. The other thing I was going to say is that Gronkowski might become a Hollywood guy now. Oh, really? People want Gronkowski to do action movies. Oh, well, I mean, it seems normal at this point. Yeah. What is normal at this point? I don't know. Exactly. I could totally see him doing it, though. I don't know if he could remember any lines. (laughs) 
Uh, line. Uh, this party. Yeah, I don't see him really being able to do that. Well, I mean, a lot of I mean, they're like I can see really... him standing there. He's big. He could throw stuff. I mean, they're good actors, but they're also people who get heavily edited. I mean, he could be an actor and just be edited. Doesn't have to do it on the I fly. I suppose so. Doesn't have to be a thespian. No, no, he does not. Well, anyway, that's one of the things. That the other thing that's going on. Um... Oh well, also, uh, yeah, we want to thank y'all for listening. Also, we are very excited for our Alaska trip, which is coming up. And Greg. So far, it's you, me, Carrie, a few other people. I don't, I don't know who wants me to say their yeah, name. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if people want their names on. Well, can I say our other friend? I don't know. I don't know if they... Okay, but, well, maybe... All right. we don't know if... Why don't you let us know if, if we're yeah. allowed to say if you're going or not. But anyway, we have some people that are coming with us. And if you want to be one of them, go to funemploymentradio.com slash Alaska for details. Um, we're going... Join us. Join us in Alaska. In April. It is going to be so Jeez much Louise, fun. I'm so excited. So funemploymentradio.com slash Alaska. Pick up your FER Alaska Adventure ticket now. And we bought our tickets. We have our plane tickets. We're going. It is going to be so much fun. Funemploymentradio.com slash Alaska. Ah, yeah, I sent my itinerary to my um, parents and my sister. They're very excited. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it is going to be a really good time, so we would love to see uh, anybody that wants to come up there, and if you're already in Alaska, because I know we have some listeners up there, uh, hit us up. Um, shoot us an email. We'll make sure and post about this, so in case they've missed the last couple of shows or something like that, uh, that would be great to meet up with anybody up there. Yep. All right. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Yeah. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into our show. Tomorrow on the show, for live listeners, Kurt Brownoller is going to be joining us around 10 a.m. Pacific time-ish. And then that'll be on the podcast afterwards. Yeah, I just saw him. Uh, he's in The Big Sick. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember because I was like, I don't, I'm like, oh, that's Kurt. Awesome. Mike is saying we need an Alaska street meat segment. Oh, you know, don't eat the purple hot dogs. I've eaten a lot of, I have eaten food uh, from carts in Alaska before. They have some weird stuff. There's like black bear and like reindeer and stuff like that. Oh, we'll have to have like weird meats that we eat. Yeah. Yeah. The meats that we eat. Moose. Yeah, we can eat some Alaska meats. Yeah, let's do it. All right. All right, that's all part of it. All right. All right, well, thank you so much, Street everyone, meats. for tuning in. You are all We love you people. all. This is so much fun. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And Instagram. And we shall be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. .com. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.